Welcome to the Sam Says Podcast. I'm Samantha Oldsfry, the CEO of the Illinois Association of Medicaid Health Plans, also known as IMHIP. In this podcast, we focus on all things surrounding the Illinois Medicaid Managed Care Program. Welcome to the Sam Says Podcast. I'm the Sam and Sam Says, and today I'm happy to welcome Isaac Palmer, CEO of CareTech and IMHIP Trusted Partner, for a very timely discussion on how CareTech is working to meet uh, the increased need of advanced outreach and engagement for the Medicaid program as we prepare to start the Herculean task before us of redetermination here in Illinois. Isaac, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. And I, as I stated, you know, in the opening, I'm so excited that you're here because I mean, normally you would say a day doesn't go by where I don't talk about redeterminations, but at this point, I feel like a meeting, a conversation doesn't go by where I don't talk about redeterminations. And that's what you guys do um, in part. I mean, that's sort of part of your model. And it's just, we, and I, it's important. I always say we, because I'm obviously focused on Illinois, but it's the whole country. We are all going through this, um, are about to go through this together and it's a big task. And so we are going to have redeterminations over the next 12 months, starting um, at the end of April here in Illinois for all of our Medicaid recipients. And so can you just sort of start by, as we sort of think of this big problem and CareTech is sort of potentially part of that solution, can you sort of give us a background of of CareTech and sort of what you guys do um, before we dive into all the nitty gritty details? Yeah, so thank thank you for the introduction and thank you for the time to be here and talk about a, a needed subject for Illinois. I, I love how you started with, you know, every day, every meeting, we're talking about redetermination. It's a locomotive that is heading towards us at very high speeds. And so it, it's good that someone, you and I, and, and there, I'm sure there's others that are waking up every morning worried about it because what's at stake is a, a lot of Medicaid enrollees will fall off. Uh, beginning May 1, and what we know about the social determinants of health is the number one predictor of good health is having health insurance. And, and Medicaid, for a lot of people, that's their health insurance. Like, you know, that that's their go-to. And just, just like you and I, we don't think about health insurance a lot until we need it. And when, 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 when this happens and people start falling off, they're not going to know it until they need health care. And they use Medicaid the same way we use. Uh, uh, others use uh, uh, commercial insurance. It's kind of there. You, you, you assume it's there and uh, until it's not. So this is a this is a, a big issue. And, uh, and and hopefully the state can find some solutions to to the problem. I love the way you say that, Isaac, that, they, that Medicaid members use their Medicaid the same way that we use our commercial insurance. And I think we've all had that human experience where you go to a doctor's office or they call you before an appointment and maybe they run your old insurance and they go, oh, there's a problem. You don't have insurance. And and you sort of had that like, oh, I do, I do. But you never thought about your insurance up until somebody said, hey, wait a second, you don't have it. And you're like, I do, I have it. Um, And so I think that's where our Medicaid members are gonna be because most folks aren't going to the doctor every week, every month. I mean, they're going periodically. Maybe they get a prescription, but maybe they get a 90-day mail order prescription. I mean, I know I I do that. Like, I'm not interacting with the healthcare system 
on a monthly basis. Um, if I'm interacting on a quarterly basis, that's probably pretty high. Yeah, um, yeah. unless it's cold and flu season and I just live at urgent care. Um, and, and that's the same case for Medicaid members. And so there really is just this human element of like why you wouldn't be thinking about it because unless you're actively trying to use it, it's in the background of a very busy life. And then added on that, all of the paperwork that is associated with a Medicaid redetermination, that's like really it's more than commercial insurance. Like I know for me, my open enrollment comes up. They say essentially like, here's the change in your premium. And then by the way, if you do nothing, we're just going to keep you where you are. And I'm like, yep, that's what Mm -hmm. I want. Mm -hmm. Back to, back to the background of my brain. Whereas Medicaid members, I mean, they have to fill out a lot of like to me, what feels like a good amount of paperwork. You hope you get the paperwork because if you've moved in the last three years, yeah. Which a, a lot of, I mean, a lot of people move, not just people on Medicaid, but just it's been three years. People move. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's really kind of a poor tax, right? That, yeah. that to, to maintain this coverage, you have to keep jumping through these hoops every year. And I understand the intent is to just make sure, you, you know, you're, you still live in the state of Illinois. Your income is still the same level. You haven't died in the process in, in the last year since we last saw you. So there's some valid questions. But we, we have to remember that Medicaid enrollees are busy just like we are. And, yeah. and just like you said, every year you've got you've got at work, you've got a I forgot the name of it, the, the enrollment process where you've got to kick yes. They have to do the same thing, but more. And uh, there's a lot of paperwork and sometimes they miss they, they miss the mailing. And so let, here's a good time to pivot to what CareTech does is CareTech makes the, the process extremely easy and you can do it from your phone. And we know that uh, studies have shown that Medicaid enrollees prefer to use their phone, have cell phones, can use them, prefer to use them. Can I just say, because yes, go people- ahead. Like, just like you and I prefer our phone over yes. somebody giving yes. us a letter. Like, nobody wants the paper letter, except maybe my grandpa, but like, most yes. people just want their phone. Medicaid yes. members, just regular people. And we all know that what's in the mailbox today is 90% junk mail. Who, I mean, who on a regular basis flipping through every letter that you get in your mailbox? So what what CareTech does is we, we uh, make that process electronic. Uh, and so once we're able to make contact with the member, it's it's easy. It starts with a text, uh, and that text has a link. You go over uh, and, and everything. You can input everything. And so we're working with the state, uh, can work with the state, just to, to make sure every process that we lay out meets their rules as far as authorization and getting the information. If you've got to submit a document, we can make sure that that gets to the state in uh, in the right fashion. And that's just so nice because we do see, I mean, study after study shows, as you said, Medicaid members have smartphones. We find like not just through this, but through other um, communications, text is what our members want. You know, like we have other requirements that we have to do, um, like health risk screeners, just to see, you Mm -hmm. know, to screen for social determinants of health, other stuff, doing it over text, sending appointment reminders over text far more efficient than phone calls and letters. I mean, and if you think about it too, from like a phone call perspective, I don't answer a phone call from a number I don't know. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. I, I mean, and the amount of spam calls people are getting now, like mm-hmm. texting is what people want. Yeah. And what, what we're also doing with our texting is bi-directional. So we can, we can read and respond to the text you send back that says, you can say anything, but instead of just a, a, a blast out, you know, here's the link, go here. You know, you might want to say, Hey, you know, you got the wrong person, but I know who you're looking for. Well, we can, we can respond to that. Oh, that's great. I mean, that's, um, that's really helpful for something so complex. Like it's Mm -hmm. not just, here's a reminder. It's a, here's an actionable text message in which somebody either, either through AI, or I'm assuming it is also connected to a real person can actually assist you. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you mentioned AI because yeah. that's part of our technology to find enrollees. You know, uh, you know, life happens and addresses change, telephone numbers change. To, uh, so it's it's hard to find people uh, a year after they've they've redetermined for the last time. So we've got uh, some proprietary technology. Uh, it's patented in the state of Illinois that allows us to to find people where they are. Uh, we've got an amazing hit rate on on the telephone numbers that we use. And from there, once we know who you are and can verify that, like I said, we just send you over to the portal and you can redetermine online. That's amazing. And I'm just thinking, so obviously redeterminations, it's like top of mind. You know, if I were to create a like top 10 list of things I'm worried about, it's probably one, two, three, okay. maybe four and five. Good. But, Good. but another thing we think about all the time is what you know, Representative Lilly calls influencers of health or what some folks call Mm -hmm. social determinants of health or health despair, you know, like, I mean, Mm -hmm. pick your acronym. And I'm just thinking your technology sure sounds like it's able to be deployed for things other than just redetermination. Yes. Yes. And I'm glad you, it's almost like I prompted you. I'm glad you you asked that question because we're starting to think of ourselves as a, as a member engagement company, not a redetermination company. The redetermination is the locomotive that's coming now, but imagine once we've got a good cell phone number and we've now have an engaged member that is appreciative that we've got that we were able to do this for them now we can start sending messages that are that are helpful and so we've got uh, other programs where we can work with the health plans to start doing member rewards we can start doing the health screen assessments all online all on their phone so they're not filling out paperwork they're not looking for some email they're not looking for a stamp but now through that engagement, we can start bringing down the cost of health and making people healthier because now they've got this number that keeps pinging them that is a trusted friend uh, that that has rewards and has incentives and has advice and has counseling uh, that can refer them. So it, it it's limitless where we can go. We have been we have been talking with the health plans about this, and what's great about for, what's great for the health plans is they can customize the, customize this. It's their program; they can just use our technology and structure it the way they want to. And, and I'm just thinking, like, when you're talking about your bi-directional texting, I mean, how awesome would it be if your health plan could text you and say, you know, your need for an annual visits coming up. Do you need help scheduling? Yeah. Or yeah. do you need help finding a doctor or do you just need a ride? Like, yes. you know, 
And then we can do all of that. Oh, and by the way, if you go, here's a, I don't know, $25 gift card to pick your member reward structure or like your prenatal visits and all of these Mm -hmm. things of like, do you need a ride for this, your upcoming prenatal visit? Um, It could just automate some of that care coordination that can be kind of complex, um, make it easier to track make it more efficient. And then also just, again, like you said, that trusted friend, that trusted, you know, like, okay, I know this number, this is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've done this before. I've received, you know, the gift card or, you know, whatever that member reward is, um, that predictability um, and just make it a lot simpler. Yeah. And, and we're partners with Google for our AI platform. And so with that, you could start reading the, the patient's medical record uh, through the health plan and then a text might sound like this. I saw you were in the ER last night. Do you need any help with the referral? Do you need any help with what next? Do you need an explanation and start referring oh. those patients to to resources? I love that. And so then they say yes. And they say, okay, our care coordinator will call you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's because, because the e- ER visits are the most expensive part of healthcare. If, if you're not able to respond, I mean, Accidents happen, emergencies happen, but if you're not able to respond and then start putting that patient on a plan to prevent the next ER visit, it, it it's going to, it's going to trigger over and over again. We see that a lot. We really see, I mean, cause we track obviously from a quality perspective, various hospitals, members. And what we really see is that, that discharge plan that, um, you know, did they get the support they needed? Did they understand the referral? And if they didn't, um, the likelihood that they're back in the emergency department or back in patient is um, it's higher. And so I love, you know, because we have technology here in Illinois, you know, around um, the admission discharge and transfer technology. So the ADT system, but I love the idea of hooking that up with care text technology and being able to sort of almost, um, automate that outreach and then have the human, you know, the human care yeah. coordinator yeah. follow up with that, but just sort of supporting members in a really efficient um, and meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and getting them to resources that can explain thing, explains things. Now, again, we don't provide that. We provide the technology to, to refer, but it's so important. And, I just I just have to keep humanizing Medicaid enrollees uh, as being just like us. I had I had three stitches a couple of months ago. You and I are are, are looking at each other on video, so you can see them in my, on my face. But it was very simple procedure. But when I got home and tried to explain everything that happened and the advice that was given, I I couldn't remember half of it. And so we can't forget that Medicaid enrollees do not understand healthcare. We don't understand healthcare, <laughs> and it so it is a the, human the, condition. Yes, yes. To the to try to make sense of a ER visit, post ER visit, is tough, uh, and so that's the perfect time to just drop in and, and ping in and say, "Hey, what what can we help you with?" Yeah, and I'm going to add another layer, right? Like that's you with your stitches. It, it, you, um, if it's your kid. Mm-hmm. or an elderly parent and it's super stressful, super traumatic and you're trying, 
but you've got the other stress of like the caretaker and obviously, you know, Medicaid, we cover a third of the children in the state of Illinois. So a lot of what we're talking about is going to impact parents and kids. Yeah. And I just think, you know, I've had emergency room visits with my little guy and afterwards, and I'm in healthcare. I mean, I live and breathe healthcare every day. I leave the appointment, you know, I leave the ED, the emergency department, and I'm like looking through all the papers and I'm, you know, to the same point, I'm like, what did that mean? And, and I'm lucky I have a great pediatrician. I can text my doctor and be like, can you tell me this again? Or, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it's overwhelming for somebody who lives and breathes this thing, yes. not a doctor. Yes. And, and especially when it's like your kid or a parent, um, and it's, that is so true. And Medicaid members are people like we're all just people and are life very similarly. And they have, they have different priorities than, than healthcare. I I, I said that I said that wrong. They have higher priorities than, than healthcare, just like we do. They, they are working jobs, they are raising kids. And so what we're trying to do is just simplify this process. We did a test with an, an actual Medicaid enrollee and her response back was great. I was able to fill out that paperwork on the train to work. So it did not disrupt her daily life. She was able to fit that in to what she's doing. And that's, oh, I love that because I have like paperwork I have to fill out. In per- like I have to fill out actual pieces of paper. And it just sits there for a while. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I got to do that. I got to open that envelope. I got to get all the stuff. They're going to need a couple extra things for me. And I like, I'm, I, I push it off. Yes. I get like a DocuSign email from something, you know, and I'm like, oh, I click three things and I'm done. Yeah. That one, yeah. you know, and I just, I think that's so important to note, like just that human element and the ease mm-hmm. that technology has, has enabled us to streamline some of these things that just felt so daunting before. That is a great way to put it. This is DocuSign for redeterminations. And you and I are in the business world. We have been using DocuSign for five years at least. At least. Maybe longer. I mean, it, it's a it's a regular part of business now is, is to sign these documents online. The, the Medicaid program has got to catch up to technology. Oh, I think that's where it ended, Isaac. I could go on, though, forever. Because, okay, good. Uh, All right. I, I think we'll definitely have you back. Uh, I want to talk more about what you're seeing. And I, there's so much that we, that our listeners that I could learn from the work that you're doing. All right. Great. So thank you for joining today. Thank you for continuing to humanize Medicaid members. Um, I could just lift that up in and of itself. And thanks for trying to pull us into the 21st century. Um, thank really you, appreciate it. I, I forgot to spill care tech. Uh, it's, it's care tech with a Q a R T E K. Uh, you can, dot uh, com. So you can look us up. Yes, thank, thank you, you for that. I you are in my mind all the time, so I forget that if you're looking for CareTech and spell it the traditional yeah. way, you're not going to find the right one. So again, Q A R T E K. That's right. Yep. All, all right. right. Thank you. Thanks, Samantha. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Isaac. And to our listeners, right. to learn more about what I'm Hip is doing and to listen to other interesting podcasts like this one, or to learn about becoming a trusted partner like CareTech, Q A R T E K. We encourage you to visit our website at imhip.org. And of course, don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. I'm Samantha Oldsfry, the Sam and Sam says. As always, thanks for joining us. And until next time, be well and stay safe.